Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Podcast, where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their financial service firms, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Jeff Gill of Peak Mutual. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Seth. It is our pleasure. Uh, Let's go back in time just a little bit. How did you get into the financial services industry in the first place? Well, um, I took took my test back on... uh... In September of 2001, and uh, I started with uh, Mutual of Omaha at that time. So that's when I started in the in the financial services industry. What inspired you to take the test and go to work for Mutual of Omaha? Well, you know, I, I had um, at that time they they had some of the best training in the industry um, at that time, and uh, that's that's I went, decided at that time I wanted to be in the financial services industry. I was transitioning from the oil and gas industry. Um, you know, um, that has peaks and valleys and I wanted to transition into, um, um, a career that I could be close to my family and build a business. Awesome. And obviously that was 20 plus years ago. Can you talk a little bit about your journey from mutual Omaha to peak mutual? Well, as, as in everything, not everything is roses when you uh, first start out. So, I did uh, transition over to Northwestern Mutual, and I found a home there. Um, I enjoyed working with Northwestern Mutual. Got a lot of uh, extensive training in advanced uh, cases, and I worked there for about three years. and uh, And at that time, I decided to go on my own and uh, as an independent agent, uh, without the limitations of proprietary products um, that limit the options for your clients. That makes a, a lot of sense. And how long ago was that trend? How long ago did you did you go independent? That was right at 2005. Okay, so most of your career, you've been on the independent side. What has been your biggest challenge over the last 15, 20 years? The biggest challenge is um, really finding the, uh, the, the ideal prospects. You know, I mean, uh, as an independent agent, you don't have large marketing firms behind you. So you have to create those avenues and find the people that you uh, that you want to work with. And that's my biggest challenge. Awesome. Who is an ideal client for you? Well, currently, I, I work mostly with federal employees. Um, I chose federal employees because they're the average American. I enjoy working with with that clientele. Uh, and they need uh, a lot of help planning their retirement. Now they do have um, um, a lot of benefits that the that the typical American does not have, such as pensions and things of that nature, and steady employment. But at the same time, we all know that as things progress into your last retirement years, you need to properly plan, and they don't have those resources uh, readily available to them unless they seek uh, outside uh, counsel. What are some of the biggest misconceptions they've got about retirement planning that you're you're helping them dispel and helping them solve? Well, many of them um, are, are fairly conservative in their in their investment uh, uh, thinking, and they'll the last five or ten years they'll instead of going all being all uh, aggressive in their their uh, 
uh, choices and their and their investment choices, they'll go extremely conservative that last five or ten years um, going into bond funds, things of that nature, and which is nothing wrong with protecting yourself, but you need to have some kind of uh, uh, upside potential. So we help them guide them there. And lastly, the biggest thing that that's plagued Americans nowadays is debt. So I'm finding many of my um, near retirees within, say, five years of retirement may have, uh, ex- you know, debt loads of five, six, eight thousand dollars a month in debt load. So you, no matter how good of a pension or a 401k slash TSP that you may have, it's difficult to make it in retirement with with such a huge debt load. So with proper counseling and education, we can help them eliminate some of that debt. That makes a lot of sense. What have been, I know that you are uh, committed to always improving and always learning and always getting better at your craft. What are some of the books or resources or conferences you've been to over the years that have helped you learn and grow as an advisor? As an advisor, the American College of Financial Services has great resources and they keep on top of everything. So I take as many courses as I can through the American College. And then as far as personally, the way I look at uh, my personal investments, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, it's a cliche nowadays, but his general advice is great advice for anyone looking for, look for investments that pay you an income versus just a rate of return. So if I can help my clients learn some of these avenues as far as looking for assets that maybe pay them an income versus a rate of return, which has a great uh, risk as well, that maybe put them in a better situation for retirement. Absolutely. I I, I think uh, 100%. Um, now, when it comes to today's market environment, which has you know, been quite volatile over the last five, 10 years, um, how has that affected your advice to clients at all? And what have you, I mean, we're not asking for any advice on specific advice on this podcast, but what advice have you given clients throughout these tumultuous times? Protect yourself from downside risk. You know, uh, learning in my career early on with Northwestern Mutual uh, and Mutual Omaha, um, you advise, you're taught to advise clients, you know, um, balance portfolios and whatnot and, you know, different mutual funds. And it's hard to sit back and watch them take a 20 and 30% hit. So my current clientele is 50 plus and typically you see someone 50 plus take a 40% hit. They may not recover from that before they plan to pull the retirement strings. And it may prevent them from retiring when they want to. So that's that's what I really look at today is protecting the downside risk and choosing assets that are more income get generated. You mentioned the debt load. Um, how do you advise clients who are struggling to find a balance between saving, investing, paying off debt, and actually trying to enjoy their life? Right. You know, I I, I learned the Dave Ramsey system many years ago, and I actually went through it. And it's a difficult program um, to, to for a client to um complete because you have to crunch your lifestyle down so much. So what I teach clients nowadays is we're going to try to maintain your lifestyle, but look in other avenues that we can free up some capital to pay off your debt. And I have a process that I use. It's a, it's a process, it's a system. And then we, it's also backed with a software 
Um, and we run our clients through that and trying to come up with an avenue of eliminating the debt as quick as possible. I mean, I have one uh, client that um, will have them debt-free six and a half years, $2.1 million in debt. Now wow. he does have a, a sizable additional income that he can put toward it, but um, it, it works great. And um, clients are really enjoy it, you know, the, because it's a step-by-step process that we hold our clients hands with. That's absolutely incredible. How do you tailor your financial advice based on, you know, your different clients' needs and life phases and and, and desires? Well, that you know, that's kind of hard to put in, in one category because everyone is different. You know, when you speak with someone, um, some people just want to stay at home and limited travel. And some people have these ideas of uh, of traveling the world and doing different things. We have to look at what their total assets are and what's reality. And sometimes those decisions aren't easy to have. So um, this is where, you know, if, if especially with a federal employee, when they come into retirement, they have a good pension. They have, if they've been saving correctly, a nice TSP that can generate income. And maybe even they have a rental property or something. But if they have a high debt load, that's going to really restrict them. So the, really the best thing that I can do and the highest return on investment that I can give them is eliminate all their consumer debt. So if I can help them eliminate their consumer debt and eliminate their risk and their TSP, pre- prevent any downside loss, I, th- I don't think there's anything better that anyone could do for them. Um, you mentioned protecting against the downside risk. There's been um, an exponential rise in alternative investing strategies since the time you got into the business. Do you um, get into that at all? What are your thoughts on that? I, well, typically, you know, um, annuities were about when I first got in the business and they were really had a negative uh, uh, view across the industry. They were, uh, and then you started coming in with fixed indexed annuities. We had variable annuities. Uh, I sold variable annuities at one time. I wish I hadn't have, Um, but, um, you know, the fixed index annuities have come a long way uh, over the last 20 years. And now they have really nice blended portfolios that uh, and indexes that can give uh, our clients nice rate of return with zero risk on the downside. Um, it just has to be tailored to them and it has to be the right uh, uh, distribution. You know, I mean, you want to keep some of your capital available and some of your capital uh, in, in, the, in the market but you need to protect yourself to have a, a volatility fund to fall back on. Absolutely. One of the other biggest trends that's been um, in the papers lately and all over the news is the rise of ESG, environmental, social, and governance investing. Do you implement that at all in your practice? Are you pro ESG? Are you anti ESG? Do you believe ESG is a good thing? What's your take on that? I don't. I don't look at it in my practice, to be honest with you. Awesome. And what are you doing now that you think is going to change, if anything, over the next five to 10 years? Where do you kind of see the future of your practice going? Well, I see that um, I think the market's going to be flat for several years, if not down. So I, I think that the uh, the opportunity to help clients if they'll if they'll work with an advisor before it happens, um, before any downturn happens, that's where I see the the biggest uh, opportunity, and you'll help those clients throughout. If you can 
if we can maintain that. And then secondly, the eliminate the debt. I mean, the debt load of whatever the last four years has grown by uh, what four trillion dollars to the consumer. So it's just growing and growing. So that's one of the biggest opportunities we have. You have a passion for working with families who have children with special needs. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Well, um, things come about in life that uh, you may not always expect. Um, I do have a son that's um, he's got some challenges, and um, it's it's tough for families to have those conversations with anyone. Um, and I've developed a uh, uh, the ability to do so. You know, it, it's um, you, it's something that you really have to have empathy and understand what the parents go through. It's not just, uh, it, it's um, sometimes you feel guilty, you shouldn't, um, but there is special challenges. You know, my, my son is uh, three years old and I'm 55, so I have to make special planning arrangements just in case I'm not able to complete everything for him, you know? So um, I, I really enjoy helping people in that, uh, that, that need help with that. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? I'll tell you, uh, Seth, it's putting people in a better position than they were the day before they met me. So that's, that's all we're here for. You know, Um, when, when, when your client, when you have a zoom meeting and when the screen comes up and they're smiling, they're glad to see you, that, that feels good because um, having good conversations and moving in a path forward, we're all in different stages in our lives, but um, the ability to help someone and without judgment and work through a process, um, it doesn't, you know, nothing has a time frame. but as long as you're moving forward, that's the best I can do for them. I was beautifully said. You are also part of nationally recognized estate planning attorney, Stan Miller's number one best-selling book, Your American Legacy. Talk a little bit, share a little bit with, our, with us about your passion for legacy planning. Well, kind of goes back to what I just stated. You know, um, um, my wife is um, 16 years younger than I am, almost 17. We have three young children. And um, when you wake up each day, you want to to have the best for them. And um, the the journey that my wife has given me with our marriage and our and our children it's um, I couldn't pay her enough for it, but I wouldn't want to leave her in a in a bad position. So, my goal is to leave them in the in a great position. I don't want my children to not have to work, but I want to give them the education to provide for themselves and be good people and help others. And that's the biggest legacy that I can give them. It's not uh, leaving them, you know, five million, ten million dollars a piece. It's it's leaving them the education to live their life to their fullest. And you've got a upcoming podcast yourself about navigating freedom in federal retirement. Can you talk a little bit about that? I, I do. And um, what this podcast is about is helping federal employees maximize their retirement and um, maximize their financial future. So um, we'll be going live on November the 7th and uh, something I've been working really hard on and uh, very excited about. Um, having some very good guests where we having uh, guest speakers that are experts within the field of helping federal employees or who have been federal employees or um, who have influence on federal employees. So it'll be a great resource for, for my clients. 
Well, we greatly appreciate your time. We know it's incredibly valuable for our folks watching or listening who want to learn more about you, Peak, and the podcast. Where are the best places to find you? Well, we have uh, peakmutual.com, and uh, we have a, another website at uh, Peak Financial Network. It's uh, generated on helping uh, our federal employees. We're also on Facebook, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. All right. This has been Seth Green with Jeff Gill of Peak Mutual. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll talk to you. We'll see you next time. 49 faces looked to him in triumph. Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com.